Hey everybody, this is Sophia from Tapestry of Beauty Ministries and you're listening to the Mind Renewal podcast, the podcast that equips people to renew their minds and live transformed for people who love Jesus, love the word and want to find healing for their soul and body. Today we are continuing our spiritful eating series about trusting God with our health, eating and for his glory. We are on this journey to help others find freedom by taking back their God-given authority in their life, healing and walk in divine health. Today I will be sharing with you about the freedom that is available to us to break free from the bondages we hold when it comes to food, health, eating and body image. To stay tuned and up to date with all our Spiritful Eating podcasts that are coming out every Thursday, don't forget to subscribe to this channel and share with your friends. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you today some tools that will really help you to walk in freedom. We have got a great mind renewal project coming up at the end of March, all to do with strongholds and our spiritual authority in Christ so that we can walk in the freedom and liberation that God and Christ has purchased for us. For my journey, I really wanted to find freedom. If you know my story, I had been going back and forth with diets and programs for years. I was on a mission to want to lose weight, to really find freedom from emotional eating and just stop binge eating and really just get to a place of healing and wholeness in my body. I had a lot of negative views about my body that I didn't feel that it was losing weight quick enough or doing what it was meant to do. And I just wanted to have strength. I wanted to be able to run around with my friends, with my children and and, and just have peace. And there's nothing wrong with wanting those goals. But it's so important for me and it's so important for us as believers that we want to do things that glorify God. You know, we don't want to step out in our own strength and do things in a works mentality. We want to have freedom, but it's so important that we do it in the way that God has prescribed. I want to read to you Romans chapter 6, verse 3 to 11 before we get started. It says, Know ye not? that so many of us, as were baptised into Jesus Christ, were baptised into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection." Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died to sin once, but in that he lives, he lives unto God. Likewise, reckon yourselves also dead indeed to sin, but alive to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. These verses 
could deal with a whole podcast and study all on their own. But the great news here is that we have been called to walk in this newness of life that we have in Jesus Christ. One of the greatest gifts we have been given to us is freedom. And as we know, this came through Jesus Christ. Many of us have accepted that we are not free from the grips of hell due to unforgiveness or sins. And But we have a seat in heaven, which is amazing. And we have been forgiven and we have been set free and have been liberated. But we often limit the work of the cross when we don't acknowledge that salvation also includes healing and wholeness and restoration with a complete elimination of fear, panic, anxiety, strongholds, negative thoughts, difficult emotions, and yes, evil acts. The cross is not just limited to us getting a ticket to heaven. It is for us to experience freedom and walk in the newness of life today, now. Our goal with spiritful eating is not just to discover these truths, but to delight in these truths, to renew our minds so that we can see it walk out in our everyday lives. Whatever you're struggling with, what we want to apply is the promises of scripture so that we can walk out liberated, free, whole and complete. When we do not exercise our freedoms, we can end up living like a prisoner in our own lives. Although the door is wide open and the chains have been broken and we are able to walk in freedom, we often don't recognise what has been done for us. Often we're caught up with trying to change the outward behaviour rather than understanding what we already have and living from there or acting from that place of victory, that newness of life. For me, I kept trying to fix uh, emotional eating with the foods. If I could just keep the foods out of the house, if I could just stop buying the food, if I could uh, just stop buying what I would then call junk food or highly palatable foods out of the house, then I wouldn't have a problem with emotional eating or I wouldn't have a problem with binge eating. But how many of you know that that's not how it works? You know, it's not to do with the specific food. It is to do with our hearts. It's to do with what's going on in our soul, what's going on in our minds. And when we renew our minds in that place and deal with the difficult situations of life, where, like I mentioned before, whether that is fear or negative thinking or difficult emotions, we can find freedom in those areas. We are often in a battle of an old man perspective versus the new man perspective. And this is where often confusion can lay. We will say, um, yes, I'm free in Christ. I have this newness of life. I can walk in um, freedom with my eating and health and discover that with Jesus. But then we'll say, oh, but what if I can't do it? And what if I fail and um, look at my past? And, you know, maybe I'm just once an addict, always an addict. OK, and we can get into that kind of co- internal conflict and conversation, which brings so much confusion. But there is a key to change. 
bringing awareness to our freedom is one of the first most imperative things that we can do. If you've not done our freedom study, then I really recommend that you do that. But I have uh, a tool for you that you can use, and I'm going to um, explain that at the end of this. Also, pursuing our identity by seeking the fullness of truth. So we want to seek what God has for us. What, what does he say about this area of our health, our lives and our mindsets? Discovering what freedom looks like by being curious and expectant of what God will be and do for us. With our teacher as Holy Spirit guiding us with wisdom and revelation, we can start from the position of what does freedom look like for me? What does not struggling with addictions look like? What does um, seeing myself free to just eat foods without emotion being attached to it that's driving desires to eat certain foods? What does freedom and balance look like? Getting that picture, getting that imagination from the Lord and living from that place and renewing your mind to those truths has been a game changer for my life. So training ourselves to walk in these freedoms by knocking on the doors of our heart and our soul that is open to Christ. And what I mean by that is we have to train ourselves. The Bible says that we have to train our senses. We have to train them to walk in alignment with what God is saying. So yes, there is a part where there is a work to do. It's not just about saying, yay, this is, um, I'm looking at myself from the finished perspective. That is powerful. And that's, I recommend that's where you start. But also it's important to train your emotions and train your will uh, to line up with that finished work, to line up with that picture of freedom. And so then we want to stop building habits into our lives. And often, isn't it funny how we try to start with habits? We start to, we try to start with, right, I'm going to add in five vegetables every day. You know, we start there, but don't do the internal work. That's why often when I'm asked about, you know, what should I eat and how can I, how can I build in these good habits of drinking more water? I always ask somebody and I encourage you to ask yourself is why, what is your why behind this? And what have been the struggles that you find? What's been stopping you thus far? Because by knowing what's been stopping you or what is the struggles internally, and I'm really stressing internally on a heart level, then we can work our way out and work those through, train those parts of us, deal with those lies, bring in the truths. And then as we start seeing ourselves from freedom and we've dealt with the healing, we've dealt with the strongholds, then habits become so effortless, effortless. When we focus on delighting in the Lord in our soul and he becomes our primary focus, our desire, our one thing, when, when we are consumed with God, habits that God has told us to do or guided us to do one step at a time with his gentle voice guiding us, it 
brings about what I love, the phrase effortless change. There's change, there's work, but we always want to remember that his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. So I encourage you that if you are trying to do building habits and you are finding them tormenting, hard, over-restrictive, difficult to maintain, then I encourage you to take a step back from trying to build in the habits and go right back to the heart level. When we live in the freedom that Christ has purchased for us, we come out of our comfortable zones of life and actually start living as holy living sacrifices unto the Lord. And what I mean is, when we live, we know we're free in Christ. We've renewed our mind to that. We're delighting in the Lord in our hearts and in our soul. We know what freedom looks like. You know, we have these comfortable things, these what I call counterfeit pleasures that we lean on to soothe our soul when it's feeling tired or frustrated or just fed up or lonely or hurt or pain that we're experiencing or traumas, we we go to these comfortable places that can be not just food, it can be TV, it can be gossiping, it can be shopping, right? So when we walk in freedom, we actually then have this freedom to not need to turn to these comfortable zones, these counterfeit pleasures, we can actually start living effortlessly as holy living sacrifices unto the Lord, which is the great command that's been given to us. Renewing our minds in the area of freedom, identity, delighting in God, knowing what freedom looks like for us, knowing what that looks like in your health and your body is the number one key to, or keys, I'd say there's a number of them there, but to transformation. Please don't start from, let me build in the habits. Let me just get more disciplined. If I can just work harder, then I'll find freedom. It doesn't work that way. But I want to share with you something that I call the STAR acronym. So how do we walk in this freedom then? How how do we go about doing this? You know, you may say I've done the freedom study or I don't have time to do a 63 day study on my identity. Or you may say, you know, I know my identity. I just want to apply this to my health. I want to find divine health. I want to walk in health as my soul prospers. Well, this STAR acronym is going to help your soul to prosper. And so, S in star stands for speak. T stands for think. A stands for act. And R stands for respond. So S, when we're speaking, we want to speak the truth. And we have to first know the truth. So that's very important. But we want to speak it. We need to speak it out of our mouths. I think if we weighed up the amount of times that we have said, Uh, I'm a food addict. I'm an emotional eater. I always struggle with food. When will this ever be over? And we measured that compared to what God actually says about us and actually speaking the truth. There's probably a very much an imbalance there. And so what we have to train our souls to do is to speak the 
opposite is to speak the promises of God, is to speak those biblical affirmations, is to, when you're praying, pray out loud because your body is hearing what you say about it. Your body will go alongside what you say. And so I'm really excited not long to go. I'm going to show you something at the end that's going to really help you with that. So, you know, speaking, I can do all things through Christ is a perfect example. Or God has given me everything for life and godliness. So I can walk, I can walk in freedom. Look at the verses we just read in Romans at the beginning. I can walk in this freedom. I can walk in the newness of life. Okay. So that's S. T, thinking. So we do a lot of mind renewal here in Tapestry Beauty Ministries in the Mind Renewal School on capturing those thoughts and really thinking, what am I thinking about? Because doing that can help you know exactly what you need to renew your mind on. And one of the things I recommend is over a span of a week, just have a little journal just for one week and write down what are the common thoughts that I have about food, about my health, about if you have a health condition, what are the thoughts that you have about your body, what do you have? Um, look at it when you go to an event or you're just at home on your own or even the thoughts that you have when you feel tempted to emotionally eat or binge eat. Write those thoughts down and capture them down because we want to then replace those thoughts with the thoughts that Christ has for us. Those Philippian 4, 8 things that we focus on, you know, one of those things that are lovely and praiseworthy and honourable. We want to focus on that. So that's really important with thinking. Okay. And then acting. We get to this place once we've been doing S and T, okay, speaking and thinking, that faith without works is dead, the Bible says. And so we need to focus on acting, but we want to act. We want to build our house on rock. We don't want to build, we don't want to act on things that are... Uh, have the capacity to sink. So if you're going to build something, you want it to be in a firm foundation, a strong foundation. The action should come from the revelations that you receive, the insights that you receive as you focus on speaking and thinking and meditating on the truths of God. When they're starting to revolve around your mind, the actions will more than likely be to do with more deeper work of the heart and soul. OK, so often we think actions means right. Once I've been speaking truths, I've been meditating on truths. Now I'm going to pick up this program. No, 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 no. Right. The acting God is always going to get us to focus on the kingdom of God first. OK, the kingdom of God first and all else will be added to us. So I encourage you that when you're thinking about you hear the word act or actions to first and foremost focus on those truths in your heart. So if God says that you are free and that's what you now believe in your heart, then how should I speak? Speaking is an action as well. OK, how shall I talk when I'm talking to others? when I'm talking about myself, 
when I catch a glimpse in the mirror, I'm going to act on those promises God has said. And I'm going to turn around in the mirror and say, you are a beautiful temple of the living God. These are actions that start to come out in your everyday life. And as we have this kind of ebb and flow of receiving, meditating, we're meditating, we're speaking the truths, we're receiving from the Holy Spirit more truths. This is when we start to respond. And that is the R. We respond to those promises. We respond to those truths with, with whatever the Lord and the Holy Spirit is directing you to do with your health that lines up with scripture, that is not you know, a heavy bondage or a heavy yoke, but God is teaching you those things, then then definitely respond to what he's asking you to do. Okay. Works are not a bad thing. They just become a problem when they're not from faith. When they're not from faith, faith, we get into trouble. And remember that faith it's not what you see. Faith is focusing and living and acting from a place of what you don't see. Okay, so if God, you realize God is saying to you that you are whole and your body is perfect, then you live from that place. The actions you take are from a place of freedom, of a place of the newness of life that I've received. The place is from that I can do all things through Christ. So one example with me was that, you know, um, I really want to do hiking I really want to do hiking. And that's the truth. I, I want to get into hiking. And so God showed me an image of myself hiking and that I was strong and I was fit and, and I was healthy and I could do these hikes and these walks with my family. And so, you know, if I was looking at it from a place of not having faith and just works, I'd be like, right, OK, I've got to lose 50 pounds. And then when I lose 50 pounds, then I can go and do hiking. Well, Mm, that wasn't what God is trying to show me and often isn't looking from a place of faith. That's looking from, I've got a problem, I have a deficit, I've got to fix it. But from faith, that looked like, right, I'm going to start learning about hiking, okay? I'm going to start reading about hiking. And here's a tip for you. If you think about your five senses, engaging your five senses into the in by faith is really powerful. So I would listen um, using my ears. I'd listen to things about hiking. I would use my eyes and read books about hiking and watch videos about hiking. I would train my senses that I am a hiker and this is what I do. So what do I need? Okay, I need some hiking shoes. Okay, go out into nature more. Start taking in the smells and the sense of nature and an open open land and open air and get into those kind of truths because that's where I'm living from okay now I used to think well hold on well it's not like I can just start hiking right because I'm not I'm not that's I'm looking at myself and saying well I'm not at the strength of being a, a professional hiker or anything. But I had a friend who was into hiking and she would tell me that, you know, there are different levels when it comes to hiking. And so you have to train. That is what a hiker would do. They're always considering that next level. And so that put my heart at rest that I'm going to start training. That's what hikers do. They're training for the next hike, 
right? If this could apply to marathon running, the person starts off with a 5k run but then they're what but they're using that as a benchmark to train for their ultimate goal which may be a 10k mile run so that is something that god showed me from the finished perspective and living from that place and so i'm really excited to share with you that i to help you with your speaking and your thinking and to also catapult you into acting from faith and responding from faith is i've created some affirmations biblical affirmations that i have used with a lot of my uh, coaching clients and people that have been trialing spiritual eating for me they are affirmations that you can declare that speak freedom and wholeness over your life over your body over your over your mind over your health just everything and it is a strong prayers as well in there that have been brought in from some of the team at tapestry and and it's just amazing and these are things that i highly recommend that you listen to daily that you speak after me in those recordings and just start declaring the truth of who you are in Christ, but it is very specific to do with health and pulling down the lies that we've absorbed and reaffirming the truths. And so I hope that you really enjoy those. I would definitely give it at least 30 days of declaring these every day and you don't have to do the whole thing in one go but definitely aim for say 10 minutes a day 10-15 minutes a day the keys to change are bringing awareness to our freedom and that's what those biblical affirmations will do pursuing your identity by seeking the fullness of truth about about your health and that's what those will do as well it will help you to stop thinking and being curious about what is God's will for me and what does it look like to step out into freedom. But also it's training yourself. It's training your heart and your soul to walk in alignment with Christ and what he says about you. And then from that place, your perceptions will start to change. Your thinking will start to change. Your language will start to change. And then those godly faith-based habits are going to just take off. And I promise you, I love doing these affirmations. So I will put the link in the description so that you can find them and you can start listening to them. Maybe just start off listening to them, maybe. And then start speaking after me as I say them and just walk in that freedom that God has for you. And don't forget that we have our stronghold study starting. And so I encourage you to go to our Facebook group, Tapestry of Beauty, and find the details to sign up for our free workshop and get all of the insights that you need there I'm excited to see as many of you there as possible. It's going to be like a day workshop and it's going to be great. So I want to pray for you now, actually. I pray in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the person or people that are listening to this podcast. I thank you that you have purchased freedom for my brother, my sister in Christ, so that we can walk in health, we can walk in wholeness, we can walk in healing. I silence every voice of the enemy and the accuser that says that you cannot do this. We can do this. We can walk in the spirit. 
we can walk in the fullness and we can eat for your glory. I thank you, God, that you are our fullness. You are our delight. You are our great reward. And as we set our minds on you and we set our hearts on you, we set our truths in our minds on you, that we can walk in the freedom that you purchased for us. And so, Father, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great, glorious day.